When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Watchmen Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film Watchmen. Oh, <laughs> I say Watchmen for the first part, too. You That's did. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Welcome to Almost Famous Minute, where we're discussing the 2000 Cameron Crowe film Almost Famous one minute at a time. I'm Eric Nash from Feels Like Weezer. I'm Pete Muppert from the Indiana Jones Minute podcast. And I'm Jerry Porter, the intern of the Indiana Jones Minute podcast. <laughs> hey, welcome back, uh, Jerry and Pete. How are you guys doing? You. Good. Thanks. Great. Yeah, yeah, glad to be back. And uh, this is uh, Wednesday here with uh, Minute 29. And it starts with Russell asking William if he wants to come to the riot house and ends with Sapphire kissing Opie. <laughs> <laughs> now opie opie that's we what uh, one thing i mentioned at like i think uh towards the end of uh, last week's minutes uh with uh guest uh niall mcgowan um from bat minute uh oh yeah cool. was that uh you know he, william young william has these two nicknames and it's the band-aids the groupies <laughs> call him opie right i don't think anyone else does and as i think we hear in this minute or next um uh yeah it's this minute um that uh some some of the band that some of the band that you hear talk <laughs> um uh jeff and mostly jeff and then some a little bit of russell uh call william the enemy right because he's a journalist and <laughs> mm-hmm. in, in training <laughs> you know which which is which is really interesting uh-huh. i mean is he the enemy because that a fair assessment yeah, I, I think I know what you're saying, you know, because, you know, he is going to the, the, the journalist c- can quite often be a, a an awfully good person and, and friend and be helpful and to to bands, to the bands. I mean, we, we kind of see that happening a little bit in this movie and a little bit the other way, too. Um, But, yeah, I mean, and, that, and that's how Cameron Crowe. Uh, really operated i mean i think i think he was so much more the friend of the band and he just ingratiated himself so well with a bunch of bands um like we heard last time uh those that uh i believe are are most uh most linked to uh being uh the uh impetus the uh inspiration for stillwater well what's interesting is if you think of the nuts and bolts of a great article that you would want to read mm-hmm. about the band Stillwater, you know, just like what would make it a fantastic read? Mm-hmm. Do, do you, I mean, you know, do you, do you want to know that? Um, I don't know. They, uh, 
they 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 copied their rift verbatim <laughs> from you know uh, you, you know uh someone else they stole something I, i'm just saying mm-hmm. do you want to know the good is that what makes it a good read because that, that i mean i guess they're afraid they're afraid that he's gonna i guess vacuum out all the soul of their band right mm-hmm. huh? yeah or are they afraid like are they afraid of him being objective like is, is this an insecurity with their own music mm-hmm. like are they not sure like maybe they're not sure about their art that they're putting out there that's what i think yeah yeah, I mean, I don't think they're saying that. I think they're just treating them that way because oh, right. of that. Yeah. I don't want to read an article. It's just like, Fever Dream was great. They played this hard rocking set. You know, this was a great... They just, <laughs> you know, I don't want to read that. Like, I want to read, you know, Russell smashed a lamp over his, you know, the, the housekeeper's head. And like, you want to read the bad stuff. Oh, I mean, I feel like saying if that's the case, then there'd be all sorts of great articles about god-awful bands from like akron ohio (laughs) you know what i mean it'd just be like yeah the guitar player you know lost his job and he's he's crashing at the couch of like the bass player and when the bass player went to work uh the like his his you know his girlfriend came home and she started flirting with the guitar player and then you know they had sex in their bedroom so it was really 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 strange and awkward and you're like, and by the way, their songs suck too. <laughs> is this would that it, make I mean, a good article? Uh, no, but it, it's it's almost like a weird symbiotic relationship. Like yeah. the band needs the the reporter to give them, you know, so that people are going to hear about them and that they can get some some buzz and publicity. But the reporter needs the band because he needs to have access. So how like how do you how do you have an objective situation here, or do you need an objective situation here? Well, who? Yeah, and d- does one of them? Yeah, are they both? Are they equally afraid of the of the other one? <laughs> it's like two bears in the wilderness. Like, yeah, he's more afraid of him than I am. <laughs> no, I'm more afraid of him than he is. The do- Doctor Seuss, you know, the green pants with nobody inside him. <laughs> yeah he's afraid of yeah well i don't know is is uh is william afraid of stillwater i mean he keeps approaching them right yeah he keeps oh, yeah. approaching that's, russell yeah, that's like he, he's got to yeah. do he does show up i'll give him that he shows up he's got his pen he's got his recorder he does show mm-hmm. up like with the the bat and the uniform and he's ready to play ball but is he afraid of them i mean he he doesn't What's interesting is he is he's afraid that their their chaos and inability yeah. to function is going to ruin his once in a lifetime <laughs> chance to write a cover story for Rolling Stone. So his fear is is a different one. He shows up appropriately but he can't control them. Like mm-hmm. Russell gets, you know, tweaked on acid and like right. <laughs> he can't get this damn interview done. Is this is this also like is this is this William's first time kind of being starstruck? Like people's been writing about all this time. Suddenly, now he's in a room with them, and they all know his name, and they all know who he is. And is he trying to come to terms? Like, what is he? Fifteen? He's trying to come to terms. I serve those feelings too. Like, oh my god, this super famous band. They all know my name, and all these girls come up to me, and this one wants to kiss me. And oh my god, what am I doing? 
What's interesting about it is he is, you know, he has one task and it's to get this interview Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. all these other things that really start messing with his head. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That that's, what's fascinating about it is, is he does get pulled into the lifestyle. Literally Penny Lane tells him to put the pen down. And at that moment he (laughs) does. And then at that moment, maybe he ceases to become the reporter. What, what was it? Lester Bang said, don't do, don't be, don't get dragged into the lifestyle. Don't become friends with them. Don't think that they like you, you know? Yeah. Well, that, that that leads me to the other thing that Lester Banks talked about, which is, you know, that both he, Lester, and William are, at least in their minds, they believe they are uncool. Yeah, which is a great, a great little scene there, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's two scenes with that, really. You know, yeah. we've already seen the one, but the other one's coming up and much later. But, uh, yeah, you know, and and the fact that you know he's being treated like he is cool by these by the band members, some of them, not all of them, but um, uh, but but the ones he he kind of admires most, he thinks has the most you know potential. I mean, that's what he says about Russell's guitar. You know, uh, when he first meets him, it's that's the one he kind of lays out the most uh, acclaim to. You know, that's mm-hmm. incendiary. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think. You know, he, Lester's saying it's intoxicating, but like mm-hmm. any drug or, or libation, it's, you know, the, the effects are going to wear off and, you know, you're going to wake up with a hangover. <laughs> and that's, you know, spoilers, but that's what happens to Penny Lane, is it not? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, even more literally. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I and mean, it happens metaphorically for, for William. Mm-hmm. He, he, there's definitely the one scene much later, much later on yeah. when he's, he's definitely, uh, he definitely has a metaphorical hangover. <laughs> he's, he's been through the whirlwind and he's just trying to re- regroup. Do you think Penny is the, uh, the catalyst here? Like, do you think he would be as kind of awestruck and, and putting away his task, you know, putting it aside if it weren't for Penny and the, and the other young ladies kind of enticing him? Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, and I, I think th- there's certainly other stuff with the other uh, band-aids, but Penny definitely is that, that full enticement. I mean, she she even entices him, essentially, you know, it, it's brought up later, much later, but uh, it's, it's coming soon with this, you know, where, where they where she says they should go to Morocco. Just the two of them, seemingly. Yeah. <laughs> She's and a, I mean, that is a major enticement for this young, horny 15 year old yeah. kid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she she's the skeleton key that opens the doors mm-hmm. of of yeah. of opportunity and, and of what he wants. I mean, that guy's not getting, you know, I, William's getting nowhere. He's getting, you know, gum stuck on the bottom of his shoe in a parking <laughs> lot like that's with, without Penny Lane. That's how this ends. <laughs> it's interesting because with with penny without penny lane he never gets in the door but with penny lane does he right from the outset kind of put aside what his what his mission was in the first place like the right and objective story of the band well, well even more literally though it's it, he doesn't get in the door because of penny lane 
Oh, true. It's, 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 it's you know turning the band around on him. At first, they're really mean to him. And it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, you're, you're right. the enemy, the journalist. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but it's it's good that he has these multiple ways to get in the door. I think. But here's what's yeah. interesting, especially with this minute. In this minute, because you're right. I mean, he 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 actually. I guess could get in the door the other ways and, and does, you know, but it's cert- at the very beginning, but um, what's kind of crazy is, you know, when Russell takes him aside right here and he says, Hey, why don't, uh, why don't you come with us to LA and tell your friend it ain't mm-hmm. California without her around. And you're like, okay, so look, I don't think Russell is inviting um you know, William to the next show without mm-hmm. Penny right. Lane around. Right. Yeah. I, and as a matter of right. fact, he pulls off that great move. He does. He gets in the door and he's <laughs> backstage and you're right. He gets the pass without her. But then, you know, Russell comes over. I think, yeah, it's Russell comes over and he entered. He's like, Hey, this is Penny Lane. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, Hey, now what's up? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, no, I completely agree. I don't. He, he's not. Going I, I don't think he's going. he's not. He's not getting an invitation. Uh, you know, un- unless Penny Lane is isn't is is invited, <laughs> or is going, yeah. or unless she's they've been introduced. Yeah, I mean, which calls to mind the whole. You know, one of the major themes of the movie, which is, are these people using each other? Oh yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's definitely a major theme. Yeah, that this I yeah, that idea of of using. Yeah. Mm. Is that is that what's going on here? And or or is it all is it all fair? They all know it and they're all <laughs> signing up and showing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would yeah. say William it would be the most innocent except that Lester Banks told him like the day yeah. before, mm-hmm. "Listen, pal." Hey. <laughs> yeah, he gave him the rules. He gave him the warning. Yeah, <laughs> like the people you're gonna meet tomorrow are all going to use you, <laughs> or you know whatever. <laughs> Don't trust anything. Yeah. And so you're like, all right, he he was he was warned like <laughs> you know a day or two before he even met these badlings. But but Lester does not turn out to be Donovan. <laughs> he's still right, he's, right. he's still on the good side <laughs> that's true that's, that's true right. <laughs> like a last crusade reference there very nice it, it does make me wonder like without penny I, would would william ever have you know left the straight and narrow that lester set forth mm-hmm. for him mm-hmm. would he have had a reason to like if he if if, if he were just straight reporting i just don't think he would have made it past you know yeah. the first gig that's all yeah no i i'm with you i don't know he is quite re- he's quite resourceful i don't know i suppose maybe <laughs> so so it brings up the whole reason he's really here it's not for stillwater though it was for Black Sabbath, and that's what we hear. That's what we hear at the very beginning of this minute too. You're right. Is uh, Ozzy, and I don't know if that's some kind of record, old recording or, <laughs> or if they got him because he's he does he does kind of sound like the mumbly guy he was of roughly the year 2000. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but but you know he's he's saying mumble mumble sweet leaf you know intro introing the song, saying the title of it. 
that they go that then they go into and um and you hear you hear you definitely hear his his vocals when it when it uh gets into the song and he starts singing better but um in between little bits of the uh dialogue between uh william and russell i like that russell checks in under the name uh yeah harry houdini mm-hmm. And I was, I was oh, wondering, yeah. Jared, do you ever have a, do you have a fake name you use to check into hotels? Oh, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I wanted, yeah, I, t- I check in as Neil Pert. Um, no, I, I, um, I wondered if it, does he check in as Harry Houdini? Because like, as soon as he's done, he's going to disappear. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. He disappears without paying the bill, like without paying for the stuff he smashed. <laughs> Yeah, or he disappears like, when they get to New York. Drinking seven ups from the mini bar. That true, or or he disappears when they get to New York City and his girlfriend shows up. <laughs> That's the real, yeah. you know, his Russell's girlfriend shows yeah. up, and now now Pe- Penny Lane, he he kind of Harry Houdini's Penny Lane. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a little <laughs> foreshadowing. Well, and we get we get William saying that he gets it. Mm-hmm. He gets that reference. Yeah. Yeah. So I almost would have to think there might be some song that we don't know about in their discography. Or do you think William really gets magic. it? Or do you think or do you think William really gets it? Or do you think he's just saying I get it to sound well, cool? That could be. Because that's what he's doing with the, the Riot House comment. Yeah. I yeah, think, yeah. I that, think that's a total me move. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Sunset strip. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's I think he if the only thing he gets is he gets that he has to use a pseudonym because he's cool. That's but but <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's all it is. I don't I you know. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> you think there's like a B side out there called Harry Houdini? <laughs> <laughs> well not no not that no, not that obvious, I don't think. <laughs> I think I think that you know, it would be just something a song that uh, that's about magic. You know, which which Again, kind of plays a little bit into the Zeppelin stuff. But, sure, sure, sure. Um, uh, there is this little uh, little handing back and forth of this, uh, what what I would guess is like a, maybe like a painting of the band done by a fan. Oh, yeah. Maybe yeah. Another, another band aid that we maybe don't see or. Yeah. Um, between uh, between uh, Russell and Jeff. And, and I don't even know if I even really understood that that was Jeff standing there the whole time until watching it, of course, in this minute at a time way. And he's talking with uh, Palexia too. And that's definitely a, uh, a connection later on. Uh, yeah. We, we have Russell and, and Penny pairing up and uh, Jeff and Palexia do as, do as well. That's Anna Paquin's character. Okay. So what do you have? You ever heard that name before? I never. No, have. yes, Alexia. Yes, yeah, we were thinking it was a disease last last week. <laughs> <laughs> and and then so besides Penny Lane, my point is is that you got Penny Lane, but then you have the other three that we've seen so far: Plexia, Estrella, and Sapphire that we see right here at the end of this minute that kisses Opie. Wait. Oh yeah. Um, but then there's the then there's the the one other band aid that's you know out of Maybe others we might see in backgrounds at other some other points somewhere in here in this whole movie, but um, there's just this one other that's Beth from Denver. Beth she, from the, your your aura is purple, girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did a quick Google search for Palexia, and of yeah. course, what came up is the narcotic. Oh, and here's <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did dig this. It can treat severe pain. 
now. So that's coming from, uh, you know, somebody who's in the Band-Aids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's coincidence. Good. I like that. I think not. <laughs> I just looked it up for the hell of it. <laughs> Why does uh, Dorothy here at the end kiss Russell? Is she kissing him because he's kind of famous or because he knows all these famous people? Or is she kissing him just because she kind of likes oh, wait. him? Kissing Russell. Hmm? Are you kissing Start, William. Okay, sorry. Yeah. 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 I think it's, you know, because she's, she's, maybe she and Penny talked and, and Penny dropped the knowledge of, of William's age. <laughs> and yeah. it's just something that, uh, I think a girl in that mindset at that time would have done just as a tease, just to, I mean, there is a very <laughs> uh, interesting scene later with uh, all three of these other uh, band-aids besides Penny that right. uh, help William along in his becoming a man. Yes. 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 You know, I think that um, she kisses him and it's, you know, sort of the ritual of saying you're one of us now. You've been accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Hmm. Or, you know, your life is going to change. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's it's marking a pretty big turning point. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's a sort of Judas kiss. <laughs> <laughs> maybe 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 it's you know maybe that that's her way of like uh, you know you know. The one I kiss is the one who's uncool. <laughs> He's been singled out. You know, he gets arrested and thrown out right after that. <laughs> and, and actually, before this kiss, so so the one other last note I have is is we get the first half of all these buys <laughs> of when, yeah. and 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 what's really interesting for the. Uh, for the uh, latter half and uh, uh, Penny's reaction to him <laughs> with what we were just talking about. Does William have a photographic memory? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. He's, he's like, he's yeah. really good with yeah. names. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, red dog. Yeah. He goes through all the red dogs kind of memorable, but I had this, that's one of my absolute favorite scenes in the movie. When he go, he's like, you know, see you, Jeff, Mick. See yeah. Greg? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. I, I think because it's completely like realistic. Yeah. And the manager character, Dick Dick Roswell, played by Noah Taylor, he's blowing by him and saying to to his guys, to his band, come on, let's blow this berg. <laughs> I mean, is is that something you've heard, Jerry? <laughs> from from a from a manager or a roadie or something? I've 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 um <laughs> <laughs> I've heard most of it, not the Berg part. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I've, I've, why are they? Why is why is he so dismissive of San Diego? It's funny. I guess I, I guess it's one of those like you know, we came, we saw, we conquered. <laughs> Let's blow this Berg. Yeah. 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 That, that's yeah. I just it's not Altoona, or they're not in like you know, <laughs> I don't know Des Moines. <laughs> Well, do, uh, do either you have any any further notes? Anything you want to talk about? Oh, I think I'm good. 
there is yeah. the there is the guy sleeping, which we'll get his name next minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, what one thing <laughs> I did sure like is, is um, yeah, I, I liked that Russell had a very specific and signature and what he deemed artistic way mm-hmm. of inviting Penny Lane. And it was very, very important to him that, um, you know, William convey the message verbatim. Mm-hmm. It's like, tell her like that. And it, it, I don't know, it just made me <laughs> laugh because I was like, whatever you do, like, don't go up to her and say like, hey, would you like to join us? Or hey, Russell thinks it'd be real <laughs> neat if you could come to L.A. You've been be cordially so invited. OB. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, you know, he really, it's like, you know, even uh, he's, He's such an artist and he's taking his, his expression so seriously in a way that he's like, this is what I want you to say to Penny Lane and say it like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> Okie dokie. So uh, is that all you guys? Yeah. 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 That's all I got. Okay. Um, And you're very welcome to now. I mean, I mean, I kind of, I kind of hinted at the, uh, the trilogy that you've, you've completed, but uh can you tell us more about Indiana Jones Minute or or other things too? I mean, you've you've done a lot of hiatus episodes too. It'd be great to hear on your on your Patreon. Yeah, yeah. We, we talk about all kinds of things. We like to talk about uh, cartoons, Christmas specials. Uh, what else, Jerry? <laughs> well, we just did for our Patreons people who are um, who join our. Well, who join our Patreon <laughs> for the people who are patrons of the show. We just did the giving tree, um, you know, the book, the, the children's book, the giving tree or whatever you want to say, the sinister book, the giving tree. Um, however, whatever your take is, um, you know, that was something. And that was really fun. It was fun revisiting and rereading that as an adult. And and Pete hadn't uh, hadn't ever read that. So, um you know, obviously we do the Indiana Jones movies. We're working on on Crystal Skull and that uh, future fifth one. I imagine we're going to tackle two. <laughs> Hopefully, if there is a future fifth one. Yeah, if there is a future fifth one, how far they you might you might end up having a really long hiatus after Crystal yeah, Skull. Yeah, yeah, we might. It's gonna it's gonna be a lot of giving trees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of children's books. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, we we uh we try to have fun and uh just kick stuff around. I think we did it we even did an episode on spring cleaning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you know Jerry, you know you, you get the irony. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> okay, well that sounds wonderful and uh yeah, I've been a big fan of uh, your your Indiana Jones minute, that's for sure. I've I've enjoyed listening to that. Thank you. Thanks, sir. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for for because because sometimes the uh, you, you got your Suicide Squad coming up of 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 your <laughs> yeah of your franchise. <laughs> right, that's right. I, I think it'll be fun though. It, I think it, it'll be just as fun to talk about what doesn't work as what does. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I uh, think we'll be able to make it back for Friday's episode, minute thirty. I hope. Yeah. Appreciate sure. that. Have a good time with uh, with uh, some more some more goodbyes. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna head over to the riot house and try to get a good night's sleep. <laughs> I think you misunderstand what's supposed to go on there. 
<laughs> okay. So uh, until then, uh, we'll be back Friday with Minute 30. Until then, it's all happening. It's all happening. All happening. <laughs> I am a golden god! Hi, I'm Cindy Howes. Basic Folk is my podcast featuring honest conversations with folk musicians. A crisis is actually kind of exhilarating. You know what to do. I unplugged from the internet. I walked every day, even if it was five below. One day I walked. I hope you had a good pair of gloves. I did. Great. Thank you. <laughs> can you talk about Bob Dylan? I can. Uh, how you met him and your favorite memory of him? Well, you're not going to get that one. <laughs> This podcast fosters the folk music community and showcases a genre that is often misunderstood. Ironically, Basic Folk features complex conversations about the human experience witnessed from an artistic angle. Whatever I was telling myself in terms of like, oh, it's like important for me to like just keep my personal life and my career separate. No matter how you kind of justify it, there's something that's not good for you. The psychological buildup over time, even of just like having to check myself in conversation that's just like not healthy how do you approach both of these like very straight worlds as a musician and as a human being who doesn't fit those stereotypes i'm on a rainbow colored unicorn <laughs> flying at them and they they don't know what to do with me but i'm there like a little bee <laughs> Our definition of folk is extremely broad, so you'll hear interviews from Katie Tunstall, Livingston Taylor, Amanda Shires, and many more on Basic Folk. Available wherever you get your podcasts or at cindyhouse.net. Basic Folk is part of the Pantheon Podcast Group. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.